Live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's the Zap Ballinger Show, where we help you find your direction through passion and purpose. My name is Zap Ballinger. I am your host. Thank you guys so much for joining us today. We are streaming via YouTube. You can check out the YouTube channel, Zap Ballinger. Search there and you will find us live, as well as many of you listen to our Facebook live stream. If you have any questions for Stephanie and I after the show, please interview Put them in the comment box and we'll make sure to ask Stephanie. Stephanie, without further ado, thank you so much for being a guest of the show. Thanks for having me. So, Stephanie, what is your exact occupation and title? What do you do? Um, well, I am a gym owner and trainer, and then I also work at the post office. <laughs> wow. So, a uh, jack of all trades. So, yeah. we'll, we'll focus on your uh, passion for the gym. Um, so how many years have you done personal training and, um, been a gym owner? Um, just one. We actually just celebrated one year in September. Um, I have been working, um, out at a gym consecutively for four years now. Um, it all started with a weight loss goal and just kind of went from there. So how did you decide to go from, um, you know, working at a, did you, were you a trainer before you owned the gym or? No. Um, okay. And how did you get into it? How did you say, wake up one day and say, Hey, I want to be a gym owner. Um, well, you know, Morgan County is small and I was traveling 30 plus minutes a day to work out. And I know most people can't do that. And I wanted to bring something to the County. Awesome. So, and, and of course, uh, for people that don't know, Morgan County, Tennessee is a small community outside of Oak Ridge, about 30 minutes. So there's not really a workout facility in that area, correct? Right. Yeah. There's not been one in, um, I want to say it was like 20 years is what I was told. So I was the first one to open in a long time. Well, congratulations on your one year anniversary. Um, Thank that's you. pretty exciting. Now, um, what do you love about your job? So, you know, say somebody's out there and they've, because I got to be honest with you, I talk to a lot of people, um, personal trainers, people in athletics, who one day their dream is to own a gym. What do you love about it? Um, well, it's, it's different owning a gym versus um, just working out at one. I mean, there's a lot more work involved. It's kind of cool that I get to set it up how I want it to be set up and I get to help train people the way that I learned. Um, so it's, it's definitely different. It's interesting. And you know, on the flip side, this is, might be a tough question for some people, but what is it something that people need to know that's really difficult about owning a gym or something maybe you don't like about it? Um, well, it, it is a lot of work. <laughs> Um, I probably didn't realize how much work it was involved, like just keeping it clean and, um, you know, making sure you market yourself and, you know, you're known. It's There's a lot of work involved. It's not just you get to own it, unlock the door and say, here it is. <laughs> yeah. And I think a lot of people don't realize that and they need to hear that from you. It's when you own a business as a 24 seven thing, you're always thinking about marketing, yeah. sales, public relations, sure you think about memberships, but I, I know many people that um, wish to do what you do one day, but I, I think it's, they need to know what some of the pitfalls are too, as well. Um, so what does a typical day look like for you? You know, I guess you train clients, but what, what does a typical day look like as far as training and then working at the gym? Um, well, I get up early in the morning, I get up at four in the morning. I do a 5am class. Um, and then I get to, 
get my short workout in a little bit. I half my workout. And then I have to go home and get my son ready for school. I take him to school. I go work at the post office. When I get off at the post office, I go back to the gym. I do some cleaning, finish my workout, maybe train a client if I have one for the day. Um, and then I get to go home about 10 o'clock <laughs> and wow. start it all over again. Wow. Yeah, it's a lot of work. You know, we had a boxer on and he owned his own little facility as well. And not like a gym, but more of a, like a facility. And he was telling me the same thing that, you know, he gets up at four in the morning, um, mm -hmm. starts training clients, usually has a little bit of a break and then works late at night. And I think people should know that in the personal training world, if you think about it, that's kind of common sense, because guess what? When people work their eight to five job, normally they want to work out either before um, you know, their shift at work or they want to work out in the evening when they get off at work. So you're right. going to have to be working those flexible to work in those hours, just like you said. So um, hats off to you. And can you think of a story putting you on the spot a little bit, you know, the people you trained or members that have joined in this past year, who've had a major transformation in their fitness journey. Um, can you think about that and how that's an, impacted you as far as, you know, looking at that and the progress that they've made, anything that come up, comes off the top of your head? Um, well, I've had a lot of, a few people come in that have really um, stuck with the weight loss and have lost a lot of weight and been fantastic. But more, I like more, um, I have more people that have come in and they've lost a little bit of weight, which is, it's a slow process, which I try to get through everybody's head. It's not a couple months. You're looking at, you know, a year or two years, keeping it off, learning this lifestyle. And within uh, two months of being at the gym, they're like, I just feel better. You know, my pants fit a little looser, but they've not got to the big goal yet. But like their quality of life has improved. And that's my favorite. That's what I love is when people come in and like, I just have more energy. I'm like, it's great. Love that. Like, I, that's my favorite. That's awesome. And, you know, what are some, you, you, is it common sense how to lose weight? Or is there any tips that you have for us? Um, I'm asking for myself too. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, there's no magic pill, unfortunately. Um, it is just you know, calorie deficit, however you want to do that, um, and working out and that increases your calorie deficit. So it's just, it's, it's not as hard as what people make it out to be. It can be very simple, but you got to put in the work. The work has to be there. Yeah. I love the gym part, but the caloric intake is what I need to work on. And, you know, like you yeah. said, you have to do both in order to to achieve the results you want. You know, is there a career you dreamed about when you were little? Um, did you grow up in Morgan County? Let me just ask you that. Yeah, I grew up in Lansing. So I grew up in, you know, not even in town. <laughs> so, so we grew up in the similar areas, but you know, I always had a dream when I was little of what I wanted to be. What did you, did you, what did you dream about as you grew up in grade school? Um, I actually always wanted to own a business in Warburg. I didn't really know what it was yet but I wanted to improve Wartburg somehow. Well, that's interesting. So you kind of followed your dream throughout your life um, by yeah, opening up a business. Yeah. I got a little bit of it. I didn't know what it was. You know, I had no clue what I wanted to do, but I still feel like I don't know what I want to do, <laughs> but I, I knew I wanted to do something in Wartburg because we never had much when I was growing up. We didn't have, I felt like we had nothing. 
And so let's say somebody's out there, Stephanie, and they have a dream of owning their own gym. How did you go about doing this? Because a lot of people would say, you know, a lot of people are listening to this. They may be in a small town. They're like, hey, we don't have a gym here. I've been training in another gym. I kind of want to go for it. Um, what kind of advice would you give them? How should they get started? How did you get started? Um, well, I will say um, gyms are not profitable for the most part. Um, you have to do it because you love it and that you, you know, want to improve people's lives. Um, that's why I still have a, another job. Um, the gym does pay for itself, which is, you know, goals. When you first open a business, that is your goal for it to pay for itself. Um, but the fitness industry is a huge industry. It's very um, fickle to get into. But I kind of done it in a leap. I kind of got a hair of, you know what, this needs to happen. I'm tired of driving over 30 minutes. I went and talked to some people and it just kind of snowballed. Within a few months, it's like the gym was open and was going. It was very quick. <laughs> and then to, and for you to get started, you lease your own machines, correct? Is yeah. that how that yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Yeah, I did. You can buy equipment, but I didn't have a lot of money to invest. I didn't want to... Um, you know, stick my neck out too far, just starting a business. So I leased everything, found a building to rent and just kind of moved everything in and crossed my fingers. Well, I like that you're being honest about the second job part, because here's what the audience needs to know for many small entrepreneurs out there. That's what you have to do in the first few years. Um, yeah. I, I think people automatically think, well, when you transition to owning your own business, that means you're going to be rich and you get to sit at home all day and, you know, go to work two hours. That's not how it works. Um, right. A lot of people work a side hustle. A lot of people work two jobs while they're getting their business up and running. Um, a lot of people are not profitable, especially like when we've interviewed restaurant entrepreneurs, um, they don't want to make a profit for three years. And so, right. you, you know, you have to really stick into it. You have to be passionate about it. And plus, um, there may be a side hustle involved until you can get your business rolling. And, you, you know, like you've been doing it for a year. So you just kind of getting your brand established and learning like all the pitfalls and everything while increasing memberships. So I think that's great advice. The audience needs to hear that. That's what I tell people all the time. I got a book coming out about, you know, how do you can get involved in defining your passion? Well, a little bit of it is working these side hustles. You know, if you work full time, you've worked 40 hours like you do at the post office and you can dip your toes into other hobbies or activities during the weekend, try them out, work 10 hours, yeah. work 15 hours, see if you like them. And it may just lead into, into what you're eventually doing. Now, um, the other question I had for you, um, is that, um, what's your long-term goals? You know, like I know eventually, of course you probably wanted to grow your gym, but do you have a five-year plan of where you like to see your business in five years? Yeah, I would actually like to um, eventually have my own building and have a, a bigger gym. You know, five years, it's, you know, a great goal. And I would actually love it to be more of like a community center type thing to where we have maybe basketball courts and, you know, more opportunities for kids. That makes sense. Almost like a... Um recreation center or maybe you see some of these gyms in these big cities that have like a racquetball courts or basketball courts right. and, 
stuff like that. So, you know, that's a great ambition and business owners need to have ambitions in life. You can't just be like, okay, I'm, uh, here's what I have and here's what I'm going to stay at. You always have to push to that next level. So that's a great goal that you have. Um, do you, what does your classes typically look like there in the Morgan County area? What kind of classes are you teaching? Are they cardio? Are they weight loss classes? What if somebody's interested in the area? Um, well, I was doing more of what they call HIT, so it's high intensity interval training. Um, but it's really, it's really hard to stick to HIT um, for you know long periods of time. It's great when you first get started; it builds endurance. It's great to do it every now and then. So I've kind of changed my classes from just HIT to um, we do weight loss. So most of my classes are based around weight loss or muscle gain, and we'll go out on the gym floor. And I'll show them how to actually work out in, a, you know, groups and we'll do a little challenges with each other. And then we do some cardio and then some days we do hit. So they kind of get a, you know, a little bit of everything. And then, you know, is your gym mainly um, class based free weights that people come in and to, to do weights as a percentage? Or would you say that, um, you know, is there still a lot of people that just come in to use the free weights? Your, yeah, most people just come in to use the free weights. I have small classes. I've kept my classes small so I can focus on each person to make sure they're working out properly. Gotcha. And do you and you you offer also personal training at your gym too, right? So let's say like a client wants to come in and they're you know interested in a one one on one. They don't want to be a part of a class. Do you offer those type services as well? Yes. Yeah, I'll do full coaching. Um, so I, I can do nutrition coaching and I'll do, you know, gym coaching, the actual personal training too. And for in the summer or well, spring and summer, we, I have a guy come in. His name is Terrence Cobb. He used to play in the NFL and he does speed and agility for the kids out in the backyard. Oh, that's awesome. So that that's a class like um, uh, for, for kids to get them involved in fitness early, I guess. Um, yeah, and football, he focuses, He since he played in the NFL, he focuses a lot on football, like, you know, helping them get faster on the field and stuff. And so far, the kids have really enjoyed it. So I can't wait for spring to come back around and he gets started earlier this year. Okay, so, uh, you know, a relevant topic. This is kind of relevant for, you know, we're living in a pandemic, um, you know, adjusting to this new lifestyle. How important do you think it is? You know, let's say you're, you, people are out there, they're a little nervous about going to the gym because let's face it, there is people out there that are, are ner a little bit nervous about it. Um, what should they know? How does the gym help, you know, overall health? And um, what would you say to somebody that might be a little bit hesitant about going during these times? Um, well, I, I think everybody's nervous when they first start the gym and then they realize everybody's been there before like everybody has been in the spot that you're at and everybody is super sweet um so it's once you get in there you get a lot more relaxed and it becomes like a second home um it but with covid it it's a whole different animal right now um you know we have bleach everywhere and hand sanitizer everywhere and um you know everybody tries to you know practice social distancing everybody's very respectful with that i think we've all grown to be that way um but it's just just getting in there is the hardest part I agree with you. You know, um, I live in Georgia and the gyms opened here very early um, at the end of April. And I never felt better going to the gym that I go to. Um, 
following protocols. They've got tapes on the floor. The machines are spaced out. There's cleaner. There's hand sanitizer. Never have they been cleaner than now. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and yeah. you, you, you thought about that before when you worked out how really kind of dirty things were. And then, you know, you always see either people cleaning or like I said, usually the clientele that goes to them, they're pretty astute about staying distanced, about washing their hands. Um, I've just seen a big change in um, gym protocol for the better, for quite frankly, mm -hmm. you know, hand sanitizers where you probably know this too, if you've worked out not your gym, but I'm saying like the big mega gyms, you'd walk in and sometimes there'd be no hand sanitizers even. Yeah. And so now I, I think uh, it, it, you're right. And um, plus I think it's good for, for, for mental health as far as well as physical. Um, we, you oh, know, yeah. Amer Americans have a lot of stress on their plates right now. So um, it's always good. Now um, do you, as far as the education and the training that you need, let's say somebody's out there and they want to know, well, what kind of training do you need to do, have to own your own gym? Was there any certifications that you needed? Anything somebody should know about? To own a gym? No. If you're going to do personal training, then yes, you have to uh, be a certified personal trainer. And I went through NASM, which there's so many programs out there that you can go through. Um, but, and you have to have your CPR that's it. It's not, it's not that complicated. <laughs> and CPR, just for people that don't know the acronyms is. Can you hear oh, me? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. C CPR is what again? Um, <laughs> I'm in the parking lot over here. No problem. Um, so CPR is, is, well, yeah, I went ahead and did my first aid also. Cause I feel like, um, not just the CPR. So when someone is in a cardiac arrest, you know, you um, are able to treat them. Um, I did first aid also because I feel like there's more. You don't have that many people going to cardiac arrest in a gym. So a CPR, I felt like was common these days. Most people have their CPR certification already. Um, I went ahead and did everything else, too, so that you have the ability to help somebody when they're bleeding. Because most people will dump a squat, drop something on their toe. You know, stuff like that. So that's an extra step that I feel like everybody needs to take, not just with CPR, do some first aid training too. I, I'm so dumb. I was thinking of CPR. At my, this is how a Friday works in the evening. I was like, well, that means certified personal training or something. And then no, I'm like, no, CPR oh, no, I get it. For the <laughs> and then you have I to get I did, uh, first aid too. I get it now. I, I was thinking, and, and now how long does it take you to get your personal training certification? How long does that take people? Um, I, it, I think they have it programmed out. Most of them have it programmed out for like six weeks, but you can take longer to do it. Um, they, you can have it up to like study for up to a year before they like, Hey, you have to take the test and, or you can do it quicker. But I did mine just with the six weeks. I followed the little program and went through their stuff and it was all online too. So it was, it's not like you have to go to a class and sit in it forever. You can study on your own time. Well, this has been fascinating. Um, we did have a couple of students that asked some questions, um, I believe, a couple of days ago. Um, I've tried to shorten them down because there, there were some lengthy emails. But basically, one student said they're doing personal training on the side. They're going to college. They're earning some extra income. What are some keys of getting new clients? Um. 
normally when you have your the first client that will have a major weight loss and you can they're wanting to share that it's the word of mouth that they provide you can go out and advertise all you want to but when you don't have proof and you don't have someone to show hey look i helped them achieve this it's really hard to get people to bank on you like to just know that yeah they know what they're doing so i started out with myself i was 207 pounds when i first got started and walked into a gym had no clue what I was doing and lost weight. <laughs> but I wow. get to use myself <laughs> along with everybody else. That's an incredible story. And so what just, we'll, we'll come back around to the questions, but what motivated you to take that step to enter a gym? Um, um, I was, I was like 23 and they were getting ready to put me on blood pressure medication. And I was like, okay, <laughs> that's a little yeah. much at my age. So I reached out to a friend and started going to his gym and he trained me and I lost over 60 pounds. Well, congratulations. That's pretty inspiring. Um, I do agree with that. Word of mouth is key, especially um, if you're in a small town and is uh, the way the competition is in larger towns. Um, the, the word of mouth is the key. Another student writes in and asks, um, how do they go about... Um, I think you already answered that about how going about how to open up a gym, like finding a location, finding a space. I think it's a little bit different. You know, I don't know where this particular student lives, but if they live in like L.A., you know, we don't know what location to put them in. Right. But how do you pick a good location? How do you pick, um, I guess, um, where to put a gym? I mean, that's it, does that make sense? I know it's kind of hard because yeah. it's Morgan County, but what would you give somebody else's advice? Well, I went with the first build, the only building that I could find because um, we are in a small town. When you have options and you're in a big city, you kind of have to look at what you want your gym to be. Not every gym is necessarily, um, you know, like a Gold's gym that has a little bit of everything. Some of them are strictly CrossFit. You could be just a... Um, a group gym where you only have set times for people to come in and do group workouts, or you could be a CrossFit gym. So you have to look at what you want your gym to be and what your vision is for how you want to coach people and then decide on the building from there. Gotcha. Great advice. And then this, um, this is not a student. This looks like an, uh, an adult. They said, I have a successful established training business. When, should I open my gym or stay in the training business? Um, so that's a, a, a personal choice on if you want to take on the responsibility of a gym. If a lot of people don't want the responsibility, they're very happy just training people. You get to focus on just the training and not the overhead of the business overall. Um, so if that is totally up to you on if that's a leap you want to take and if you're passionate about fitness in general, yeah. And I'm going to chime in too. Just in my book, I always recommend a lot of stuff before you get to that business step, you know, talking to mentors, talking to somebody in the industry, talking to a business owner, watching your interview, um, looking at your finances, uh, doing hobbies first, volunteering, all these different things you can start doing before you just jump out and say, okay, I got this building. Let's put some equipment in and let's get started. Because, um, you know, plus I, I tell a story in, in the book coming up that 
uh, this one guy came up to me at, during a presentation. I think his name was Bob and he wanted to be own his own restaurant. And I said, well, why do you want to own your own restaurant? You know, we went through the questions. He said, well, I'm passionate about cooking. And I said, well, have you spent a time with a cook in a restaurant? Have you, have you worked in a restaurant? No. And I, and I encouraged him to do that, to volunteer, give up some of your vacation time, go and go and work in a restaurant. And he did. And he came back to me uh, several months later and he said, Zach, I'm so glad that I took your advice and went and cooked and, and volunteered in that restaurant. Um, and I said, okay, great. You got a location picked out. You know, where do you want to open your business? And he said, no, I don't want to do it. Yeah. He said, I want to be a lot a he said, I want to be a cook. That's my passion, not owning a business. And for your point exactly is if this person is happy training, it's, you don't, your career goal doesn't have to be owning a gym. It could be, hey, expanding my clients, doing more services, maybe hiring somebody to bring on to help. So it doesn't always have to mean you own a gym. In other words, right. you know, your passion, like you said, your passion has to be I want to own my business as well as help people with their fitness goals. So wow. um, great, great advice. Um, you know, Stephanie, thank you so much for joining the show. Um, I did want to give a chance because there'll be some people out there listening from the Morgan County area. We're going to link to your business in the, um, the notes. So if anybody is interested in either a personal training, B any type of fitness goals or they even want to do a tour, they can, you know, book a tour to check out your gym, as well as uh, if they're interested in a membership, you know, if they're in that Morgan County area and they want to join and, or they simply are new to the area or didn't even know, or maybe they're even motivated by your story today as they listen that, you know, wow, you've, you've came, you've came from the, the bottom up, you've lost, I think you said over 60 pounds. And mm -hmm. so they may be inspired by your story. So we're going to click your links and where can they, where can they find you if they're listening now? Um, is there a website, social media or anything? Yes. I have Instagram. Um, it's platinum fitness, Wartburg. I have Facebook. It's platinum fitness, Wartburg. And then my website is actually www.platinumfitnesswartburg.com. I kept everything the same. <laughs> Very smart. Very easy for people to remember. Like I said, we'll link to your website, the bottom of the link. Thank you so much for your time. I can tell you're busy. You're out in the parking lot doing this interview. We do Last appreciate Halloween stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate your time and have a great night. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.